Hello, beautiful people. How y'all doing? I know I said I was going to post nothing in February, but I'm bored. I was like, might as well post one more thing before I dip out of the country real quick. Because why not? I forgot. Oh, it's Black History Month. And on that note, since it's Black History Month. All the Caucasians to the back. Immediately. Immediately. Honestly. Thank you. Looks better already. <laughs> but on a serious note, I hope it's Black History Month. I hope y'all take some time to learn a few couple a couple things because there's a lot of people on TikTok who are like doing like daily videos about things that happen, thing things that pertain to Black people, Black history. You might learn a thing or two. They're always they're out there. But yeah, I was like, <clears throat> I was like watching, I was I was watching someone else's unpopular opinions. One of one of YouTuber on one of my favorite YouTubers. I was like, she was giving such good unpopular opinions, and immediately I was like, I got a few of myself, so I wrote them down. I wrote approximately 10 of them. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's have some fun. Again, these are just unpopular opinions. They're my opinions. You don't have to agree with them. You can agree with them. You can disagree. You can have your own opinions. We're humans, okay? Be calm. Be calm. <laughs> but yeah. Ah, let's get into it. <laughs> Okay, so my first unpopular opinion is the Better Things remix with Glorilla was absolutely awful. I don't know if you have so Sierra, as we know Sierra, the queen she is, released on Better Things in back in September 2022. And this was like a highly anticipated um song that I was waiting for because during that time her ex future, everybody knows the rapper future was like throwing shots at her, at her husband and throwing shots at her. And she kept teasing the song. She was like, I'm going to release a song called Better Things. And basically, it was like she she was, she was basically was singing about having better things. Having better things. She's better than having do. The song is so good, too. I recommend you guys, guys listen to it. It's such a good song. So, yeah. She released the song back in back in September. And I absolutely love it. It's still on my replay. I listen to it every single day, that song. It's, it's such a good motivational song for me. And she had Summer Walker on it. And it was so good. Summer Walker's voice. Summer Walker and Summer, Summer Walker and Sierra's voice just matched so good lyrically and so melodically. I was like, oh, they're giving the children what they deserve. It was so good. It was so freaking good. Even one in one part of the songs, you had um Sierra singing, they had Summer, Summer Walker singing after. So they was they're having this sort of back-to-back -back singing. I was like, it's so good. It was so good. It was so freaking good, man. I love the song. <laughs> So the problem that I had, so Sierra Tease on her Instagram, a remix. She did a remix with Glorilla. Everybody know Glorilla. She's an up-and-coming rapper, and she she released FNF, one of a good rap song. <laughs> I've never been I've never been fuck nigga free, but that song was so good. That rap was so good. I enjoyed it. So she was on the remix, and it was so fucking bad. I was <laughs> I was in tears, bitch. I was dying of laughter. She posted that she posted that Instagram. Um, she was like Sierra, she was singing over the song, she was singing the raps and everything. I was like, it's so bad. I went to, I immediately went to the comment section. Nobody said anything. Everyone was just liking the liking because at the time she was she had a different color in her hair. It fit so well with her skin tone. It was like a ginger brownish and it fits it looks so good on her. Everyone was complimenting her, but nobody said anything about the song. So I was like, uh, am I am I hearing things wrong? So I decided to go on Twitter to Sierra's page on Twitter. And immediately everyone was trashing the song. I was like, it was so 
bad. It was so, so bad. And I was like, girl, why would you do this? Why would you do this? It was so bad. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so glad that that song flew under the radar. Like, pe people just never liked the song and it didn't stream that sp the, the remix itself, but the better things did really well. And I'm so good. I'm so good that song flew under the radar. Everyone clowned it and just ignored it. I'm so glad. The song was so bad. And I don't have a problem with um with like the older well older artists trying to get other people onto their themes. Like it's all it's so good when they when when um when you integrate your art with other people on it. Like she did Summer Walker and she it was Sierra and Summer Walker. It was pretty good. It, not even pretty good. It was amazing. And then Glorilla came on. I'm just like, no, go back to FNF. <laughs> You're not wanted here. This reminds me so much of um do it um when chloe and hailey released a remix for do it and she had she had who she had on it hold on give me one second i'm gonna look it up she had so many people on it and it was so bad i was like what is this going <laughs> hailey do it remix hold up i'm gonna i'm gonna look all who was on it it was doja cat it was the city girls it was um young, young not young miami what's her name frick big lotto it was atrocious it was so freaking bad. I was like, I'm so glad these songs just flew under the radar. I was like, these, it's just terrible. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> but overall, I recommend you listen to the better, better things. The song is really good. And do it too, not the remixes. God, don't listen to them damn remixes. I beg, do not. Do not. <laughs> okay, so my second unpopular opinion is there's nothing wrong with being a traditional woman or a traditional man. I think I've spoken about this before. I'm not sure, but I'm going to talk about it again. Like, there's totally nothing wrong with being um, traditional. And I feel like a lot of people on the internet, they trash they trash um, people who are traditional. Like, a woman who wants to stay home. Oh, my bad. I hit the mic. A woman wants to stay home and cook for her husband and a man who wants to fend for his family and not allow his wife to work and stuff like that. I, I think that's totally fine. But the issue that I have... Excuse me. But the issue that I have is like men forcing forcing their ideology onto people who don't want to do it. That's an issue. It's totally fine if you want to be, but find another person who wants to fit into the traditionalistic ways that you want to do. But don't come out here being like, I'm a traditional man. I want this and this to go. And then you're going to put that ideology and force it on somebody else. I don't, I don't rock with that. As I said before, it's totally fine to be traditional. It's totally fine to be a traditional woman. Like the traditional woman roles, like I'm just these are the roles that was in the past. Like it's like cooking in the kitchen, taking care of the kids, not working, being an at-home mom, doing all the house stuff at home. That's a traditional woman. And the traditional man is he's the breadwinner of the house. He goes out, he works, he fed, he feeds, and he makes money for his family. Now that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You can you can be that because Everyone got choices in this life. You choose to do that, you stick with it. But the problem that I have is you, is men and women going out there and throwing their ideology on people who don't want to do it. I think that's unfair because if the person doesn't want to do it, why are you forcing them to do something that they don't want to do? You know, like I said, it's totally okay to be traditional. There's so many people out there that's traditional. There's so many cultures out there that take the traditional route. Like I was watching an episode of um, Love is Blind. I absolutely love Love is Blind. <laughs> the last season was so, oh, the last season was a headache. I recommend you guys listen to, go watch um, Love is Blind. If y'all like reality TV stuff, I recommend it. It's on Netflix. All seasons are on Netflix. I recommend it. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And one of the, one of the cast members who are on there, 
she was getting ready to get married to the the guy who picked who they picked each other. So, but, okay, let me give a quick back story. I'm sorry, I'm drifting off, but Love Is Blind, his how it's work is you go it's you don't know the person who you're falling for so it's the you don't know their physique you don't know their gender you don't know their you know their gender you know you don't know their physique their race their income you don't know nothing about them it's like you're you're in this you're in um cubicles or was it pods i should say they called it so in these pods you can only hear the person's voice and you're just talking with each other you don't know who they are you don't know how they look you're just talking with each other just trying to make a connection with each other so basically that's how it is so these two made a connection and during one of the episodes this girl, so the particular girl, I forgot her name, but this particular girl, she, she, her lifestyle is like she likes to make her own money. She likes to do whatever she wants to do. She likes to be her own boss with everything. So in the episode, she had to meet her, her husband's mother. And the husband's mother was African. I don't remember what country in Africa she was from, but I do know that she was African. And she was, they were talking, and the, the mother was like, you cannot. With our culture, you cannot um, make more than the husband. You got to stop working altogether and just stay home and take care of the husband. And the girl, she was flabbergasted. She was like, uh, y'all not talking to me. She was like, this, that lifestyle is not something that she's used to. She's, she, she, she don't, and she didn't even, she didn't, at the end of the day, she didn't even marry the man. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, as I said, you can't force these lifestyles on the people if they don't want to. It's your choice to be that way. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> sorry my second opinion unpopular opinion is that i feel like there's an agenda when it comes to the black outrage and i don't think this is like an unpopular opinion but though because when you look at it you know when you're reading certain news articles or you see certain articles come up online you would ha- you always you have these outlandish titles like so for instance i saw one it was about a k-pop group K-pop itself in a whole it's it's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother bubble, whole nother podcast in itself. There's so many there's so many videos out there that you guys can go and learn about the K-pop culture and both cultural appropriation and stuff like that. It's crazy. But yeah, I feel like there's an agenda because there's certain articles that are out there who who put like black woman black woman does this and or they be like black man does this, black child does this. And it's the way they format the, the way they formatted it. It's like I have an issue with that. Because sometimes it's such something so trivial. It's just like it, there's no need for you to say that. I th- I'm not explaining it as well as I can. <sighs> okay, give me some. Let me <laughs> let me express my thought. So it's like except for instance, an article where this say a woman who who who's just so beatless was a black woman. She she was at a gas station and she she got robbed. Like she just got robbed on a random day. Like anybody can get robbed, but the way the article is set up, it, it in the title is be like black women get robbed, and black community is outraged. I'm just like, is the black community outraged? Because robbery and stuff like that are a pretty common thing. I'm not saying that it's 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 a good thing, but it's a pretty common thing. And the way they word it is just like they want black people to be so angry all the time. When they do these kind of headlines, I hope I hope I'm making sense, cause it's because I've seen this before. Like it's, like it's like a certain headline comes up, and then you have black people are mad because this and da da da, or black man this and the and the black community is super mad or, or super upset about it. I'm just like, 
is the black community mad or are you guys just putting the, putting all those things into the title just to get a reaction out of black people if that makes sense i hope i'm making sense i was guys i swear i hope i'm making sense but yeah it's like i don't like that it's like an agenda out there to put black people in this bubble and be like they're always aggressive they're always angry everything like they put out if you put out a certain a certain headline that says stuff like that we some some of us are that's like pretty chill about it or like it's like a normal occurrence for something like that to happen. We can't really do much about it. We're not outraged about it. We're willing to help. That's that's for sure. But we're not outraged about it. But yeah, I feel like there's an agenda out there to say that black people are just aggressive people and they're always mad about a specific thing. Even when the George Floyd um situation happened, yeah, black people were outraged. But the way the media portrayed it and put it on put it on their platforms, their their um on their articles and stuff like that, they made it seem like we were just uh, angry for no reason when we had to justify a reason or we were angry for something that wasn't there. I don't know. I hope I'm explaining myself to the best of my ability, but yeah, I feel like there's an agenda out there to just make people, black people look crazy and angry all the time when that's not even the case. But yeah, I hope I make sense. <laughs> okay, my fourth unpopular opinion is, can we leave Lizzo's body the fuck alone? It's annoying at this point. And ever since it's it came into fruition, it's been ghetto and just weird. It's it's not giving what is what you're what you want it to give. Cause what what was it? It was that nigga that nigga. What's his name? Aries Spears. He funny and it's so ironic because Aries Space himself was a is a is a big guy. And this is what he said. Hear what this nigga said. Lizzo? I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. <laughs> Yo. Very beautiful girl. She got a very pretty face, but she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in shape, nigga, in the world, but I still, you know, when you funny and you got swagger and confidence and, and you decent looking, I think I'm at least handsome, you get put. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. Her music hard, her body ain't. Y'all will jump on me for making jokes, but y'all won't be real and go, sister, put the eclair down. This ain't it. It's treadmill time. And the, the funny thing is, if you type in Ares Spears and you see who the guy is, he's a big black guy himself. And he's here shitting on Lizzo for being a... Uh, big black woman and it's an issue it's a problem i have a problem with that it, it didn't sit right with me because you would think being a big guy yourself you would um support someone that was a big just as big i don't know it's weird and i understand like i understand to, to an extent i understand if you're concerned about a person's um health you would actually go at a better route trying to say that you're concerned but he's not concerned he just want to make a joke he just want to to get people laughing. You did you hear what he said? This man. If you see how big every space is, you you would have been like, how the fuck you would go and say someone big when you're just as big as them? Nigga look like a big ass. <laughs> There's no need for that. But it's annoying. Can we just leave Lizzo alone? She's a Grammy winning, Grammy winning, Grammy nominated, amazing singer. Did you? She performed on the Grammys and it was so good. It was actually genuine. That was a good performance, and she looks fabulous. That's one thing about Lizzo; she's gonna always look good. But yeah, can we leave Lizzo alone? Leave that girl alone. She does nothing to nobody. <laughs> she just minds her men, she collects her coins, and she dips. And she's on she's on tour. I think her tour ended. 
I'm not sure, but she was at the Grammys. So either her tour ended or she took a break from her tour and then run to the Grammys. But either way, she's 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 doing good for herself. And there's always people like him coming on the platform, shitting on her and saying all these things. It's so unnecessary. So unnecessary. And he's a big guy himself. That's that's what's freaking that's what's freaking annoying me. Like you're a big guy yourself, shitting on another big a big person. But hey, I don't know. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Okay, now time for my fifth unpopular opinion. My fifth unpopular opinion is Jamaicans don't care about Chet Hanks. (laughs) Okay, so let me give you a little backstory. For those who don't know who this man is, Chet Hanks, his actual name is Chester Marlon Hanks, is an American actor and musician, and he's the son of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. So recently, (laughs) so recently, the the Jamaican... um, because I follow this thing called the Jamaican Observer. It's a news outlet that's in Jamaica. Because I'm not there, so I got to keep up with my country, see what the hell is going on. And they recently released an article that was talking about... They showed him. They showed his face. And they were, like, saying the difference between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation. So Chet Hanks is a strong Jamaican black man, for those who don't know. <laughs> I'm going to get it out. I'm going to get this. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> Ugh, fuck. He's a straw. Roll the clip. <laughs> big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes. You what's in? Me, me father Tom Hanks presenting in a watch. So far, what come? Big up, tune in. Yo, big up the youth, them way out of Kingston. I wake up this morning and I see the thing turn up. Internet gone mad. Respect, you dumb now. The soon far with a yard. Booyaka, booyaka. Hey, yo, listen. Me drop one big tune right now upon SoundCloud. Link in bio. Go listen now. Big tune. Make the king go up. Up like seven. Up, up, up. Book, book, book. Go listen now. Big tune. Straight. Alright, so Island Boy Chetana. I'm gonna try my best not to laugh. I'm gonna try my best. So, <laughs> Bad Boy Chetana. So, He's made, he's, he's done, he's done stuff like this before. So he has come on, he's, the first, <laughs> the first clip was him at the Golden Globes. I think his father won something. I don't remember, but I remember he was at the Golden Globes. And <clears throat> he's done this before. Like he would, he would just randomly post videos of him just trying to speak Jamaican Patois, but it, uh, it's not. He's trying though. So <laughs> he's trying. So the article was talking about the the, um, the article the, the article was talking about the difference between there's there's a thin line they said there was a thin line between cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation and they had him up in the of course and it caught my attention I was like I got to read this article so I was reading the article da, 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 da. I was like okay let me run to the comment section and see what everybody was saying <laughs> and ever most Jamaicans were like they really don't care about him like they don't they don't consider this to be a cultural appropriation either. And personally, me, I don't think what he's doing is cultural appropriation, but I don't think it's cultural appreciation at the end of, at the same time. I don't think it's cringy and it's weird. Like he's 
he's trying to speak the language, but he's not speaking the language. He's just he was just, he just using the stereotypical accents that he hear on that he hear from the fucking um what's it called um the Little Mermaid that crab. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. That ain't no Jamaican. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I was reading the comment section. Everyone was basically saying, we don't really care about him. He's just giving Jamaican more publicity and stuff like that. I was like, I, I agree with y'all. I don't think it's cultural appropriation. I don't think it's cultural appreciation. It just, it's just weird. It's just cringy. And the funny thing is, like, he can he can immediately just stop talking and go back to speaking his regular, regular English. While other Jamaicans can't really do that that well. Because they struggle with trying to learn English proper English. But yeah, <laughs> Chetana, he, I saw the video. I remember the first time I saw it, I was dying. I was just dying. I was like, I can't. Because it, it's funny. Like most, even in the conversation, most Jamaicans are saying, he, it's just funny. He's not, he's not contributing nothing to nothing. He doesn't sound like us. He doesn't look like us. And it's just like, it is what it is. Like. It's pretty boring. It's, it just reminds me so much of the Adele situation. I did a video, I did a podcast back like a while back about that. Like, the difference between cultural appropriation and I think it, I think that was the title, but I was talking about cultural appropriation at the time. And yeah, I was talking about, I was like saying that Adele wasn't really cultural appropriate, cultural appropriate because she was wearing, what was she wearing? Um, a Jamaican, uh, she was wearing bra that had the Jamaican flag on it. She was wearing Bantu Nas, I think, I think it was. I think it was Bandu Nats. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, I I didn't think as a Jamaican coming from the island and everything. I didn't think it was cultural appropriation. But then again, I can't tell somebody how to feel. Like Jama- black Jamaicans and Amer and the American <laughs> African Americans are two different people. So in America, you, you guys might feel a different way about it than how the Jamaicans feel. I'm not going to tell you how to feel because how you feel is how you feel. It is what it is. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Jamaicans don't really care about him. Really, we they don't. We don't. We just don't care about the man. He just makes a fool of himself most of the time. It's just like it, he's not speaking it. And he's doing pretty good for himself. I checked out his Instagram. He's like doing motivational speeches. He's exercising. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him go back to his roots. <laughs> he, he's there. He's doing his thing. And he's a rapper now, I think. He released... I was like... That's, I'll try to, I, I was listening to one of his songs. I was like, oh. Mm. He was, <laughs> I'm going to just end it right there. But yeah. Again, I don't think it's cultural appropriation. I don't think it's cultural appreciation. I don't think it's weird. It's cringy. It's not given what it's supposed to be given. Mr. Chetana. <laughs> Mr. Chetana. I don't know. It's it, it is what it is to at the end of the day. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is, but yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like I just every time I think about it, I'm just like dying of laughter. Cause he just doesn't the way he goes about it. And he himself, he I forgot. He even he himself, he was he was like saying that he um he made it made um Jamaican Patua popular. <laughs> Roll the clip. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I did kind of make the Patois accent more like a little more trending, I guess. I think I was like, I mean, like aside from like Jamaican culture itself and yeah. Caribbean culture itself, which is obviously very, you know, vibrant. I was like the first person to like kind of like get in the conversation like of just recent times.
Me no want no maga girl. Me want them girl thick and firm up. You see me? <laughs> okay, my sixth unpopular opinion is I like the approach Chloe is taking with her album. So if you guys don't know, Chloe Bailey from the group Chloe and Howley, she went solo like last year, the, the year after that, she went solo. And she's been pumping out music and stuff like that, doing her thing, which I really appreciate. If y'all don't know, I'm a huge Chloe Bailey fan. A huge Chloe Bailey fan. I've been with this girl since her, since I, the first time I saw her was actually when she performed Warrior for, for the, um, Frick, what was that movie called? Shit, 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 shit. Uh, fudge, I forgot the name. Warrior for oh, A Wrinkle in Time. When she performed A Wrinkle in Time, that was the first time I ever saw that. Saw her, I was like, Who is her? I saw her sister too, and I like both of them, but I saw Chloe. <laughs> and then she, the way Chloe sings, like, I'm, I'm used to like, um, how Hallie sings, like, people singing like Hallie, but the way the way Chloe sings is different, it's much more raspy out there belting and shit like that. So I was like, I don't, I don't like Chloe. And then I followed their career. The Ungodly album was absolutely perfection. Ooh, every single song on there was a, is a play. I couldn't skip one. It was really good. But yeah, <laughs> side, side rant. <laughs> but yeah, Chloe, she is going to release her album soon in March, which I'm really happy for. But after that, she was releasing singles. So she released Have Mercy. Ooh. Have Mercy was so good. <laughs> Have Mercy was so good. That's all I gotta say. After Have Mercy, she released um fuck. Why am I why am I blanking on these? I listen to these songs every single day. Um Have Mercy. Then she ooh, <laughs> Hold on, my phone is acting up. I'm trying to look for the song. So she released Have Mercy, then she released um I'm blanking. Why is my why am I blanking? Ugh. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm looking at my songs list because I forgot the other song. Have Mercy. Then, yeah, Have Mercy, Treat Me, Surprise, and then For the Night. And recently she dropped um, Prayed Away, which I recommend. Prayed Away is a good song. I love the approach that she took with Prayed Away. The song, the only song that she released that I did not like was Surprise. Honestly, I don't know why I don't like the song. I watched the video, I listened to the song. I'm just like, I don't like it. I don't know. I don't know. I most people don't like it either. I don't know. I personally don't know why I don't like it, though. I normally have, like, a constructive criticism with these things, but I don't know why I don't like the song. It's It sounds... It sounds... I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what to say, you guys. I really don't know. I really don't like the song. I, I don't. I really don't. But, yeah, I really do like the approach that she's taking, that the album that she was dropping... At first, the album was supposed to have some of the some of the songs that she dropped and it was gonna be self-titled, but she changed all of that and now the album's gonna call it in pieces. And none of the songs that she dropped earlier on earlier on are not gonna be on the album. And I love that that what she's gonna do. I love that she's coming out with something fresh, new, trying to stir up the thing and I'm yes, this is what we want. This is what the children has been begging for. And yeah I was like I can't wait to see how it goes. Cause as I said, I've been watching Chloe and Halle for a long time. And I just can't wait to see all the good stuff. They're, Chloe and Halle together is amazing. Chloe, Chloe and Halle separate, still amazing. But I can't wait for them to come back together, though. Because when they're together, they're a powerhouse. Separate, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good separate. Like, both of them are doing their own things. I like that they're finding their identity separately. But when they're together, it's magic. I can't wait. After Halle does her, her um, Little Mermaid thing, 
after Chloe drops her album, they should come back together and create another masterpiece. Because Angali Hour, unfortunately, Angali Hour was dropped during, during, during um, the pandemic. And they didn't have any time to tour and stuff like that. So they were performing on their tennis court, which the performance was so good. Like, they took a tennis a tennis court and turned it into a stage. It was phenomenal. Like, there's there's so many videos out there on YouTube that I recommend you guys watch. It's pretty good. But unfortunately, they didn't get any time to tour and stuff like that. So the the ratings and views for Angadi wasn't the best. But it, was, it did decent, and I appreciate that. But yeah, I do love the approach that she's taking with this new album. I can't wait. I'm gonna. I can't wait. Like it, I've never done something like this before, but I might do a album review. I'm a huge song person. Like <laughs> I, I like music. I like singing music. I like I like singing. I might do one of those. One of those like get see the album, break it down, let's talk about the album. I might do that. No, I gotta, I gotta like venture out. I gotta try different things on this podcast. But I, that's not the point. As I said, I like what she's doing. I like the approach that she's taking. And this is gonna be Chloe's year. It's gonna be her year, and this is gonna be her sister's year too. Because I, it, wait, when is the Little Mermaid coming out? Hold on, give me one second, y'all. The Little Mermaid. Hi, baby. Um, hold on. When is the Little Mermaid coming out? There we go. Wait, what? Um, what the hell? Actually, there isn't no date? Because this, this thing, um, official release date was revealed to be May 26, 2022, which I don't think. I think it's May 6, 2023. I think it's, I know it's this year, though. But yeah, they're going to have a good year. And Hallie's going to have a good year. And hopefully, Hallie does separate music, too. Like, I would like to hear that. But yeah, she's going to have a good year. Both of them are going to have a good year. Hopefully, they have a good year, though. Hallie is going through a lot with her man. Oh, Jesus, that's a that's a whole lot of another thing, <laughs> but that's enough. As I said, I just like the approach that she's going with the album. Fresh music, she's gonna change up the game a little bit. Cause "Pray It Away" is so much different from her, her than her later songs. "Have Mercy," um, "Have Mercy Treat Me," and "For the Night" are two like high beat songs. And "Pray It Away" was just a slow melodic song that she took time. She crafted. She even produces herself. The production was pretty, was amazing. She did it in a, ca- a church. A cathedral, I was would assume, and she did two separate versions. In the church, she did the clean version, and she released the raw version on streaming platforms. She recently released the the um the clean version, so stream it. I recommend you guys listen to it. Pretty was a, a really good song. <laughs> okay, my sixth song pop up is actually about Chloe again. <laughs> is like um, where is it? I'm reading my list. Uh, Chloe and Halle really set the bar for how versatile locks are. And I wanted to talk about this for a while now because honestly, starting off in the game, you didn't have that much celebrities who was rocking their natural hair. Like, other than Ari Lennox, she was she always rocked her natural hair until later on she was trying different weaves and stuff like that. But she genuinely she likes rocking her natural hair and I love it. And when it comes to locks, you had like the men who did it, but they didn't they did boring stuff with it, you know? The niggas just, like, retwist it. 
they did two strand twists and just stuff like that. They threw it back. They count Conroy back. They barrel twisted. And it's just this boring styles. But Chloe and Halle now, both of them really changed up the fucking game. And I love that. Like Chloe, she changed the color of her locks. She didn't even she didn't dye the locks itself. She put like hair in it and she wrapped the hair around the locks and she changed it. She did um blonde and she did red. And the blonde her blonde phase was absolutely amazing and I love it. And then Hallie now, Hallie does she one time I saw Hallie, she did braids with her locks. Like she added braids to her locks and it went straight. Like they really diversify and made it so versatile. And I love seeing videos online where women where other women see take inspiration from what Chloe and Hattie have done to their hair and doing it to their hair. Because it show it goes to show that locks are not basic. They're very versatile. You can do anything with them. And people have the mindset that with locks, you can't really do much with it. When that's not true, you can. Like, you can add hair to it. You can even put a fucking wig over locks. Because Chloe has done it and Hattie has done it. You can do these things. Especially Chloe. Like, she would she try, she mixes up once in a while. And she gets a lot of hate for it, too. Because a lot of people are saying that she's being a sellout when that's not even the case. Because when you listen to any any podcast or any interviews that they do and they they get asked questions about their locks, they always say that from there were five, they, they got locks. So from there were like little kids, like five years old coming up, they have, have locks their entire life. They've never had their actual natural, that is a natural hair, but their natural hair, like loose natural hair. They've never had their loose natural hair out. And they experiment when they're, now they're older, they're, they experiment, they have wings on. It's not like they're freaking cutting the locks out of their head no they're not they're just trying different things and i like that it goes to show that locks are versatile you can do anything with them it's not just a basic thing where you just let it down you can throw it in a ponytail you can do barrel twists you can do um braids you can freaking do anything they made it so versatile and it, and they did it in a way that everyone is experiencing it and liking it and they're trying it themselves locks are versatile they're not just they're not just basic they're actually a very good versatile set and i appreciate that because chloe and Halle really set the bar to set the bar really high up and people are actually reaching the bar they're able to reach it and be able to do whatever they want with locks because locks are versatile they're not no basic styles they're pretty they're pretty versatile i myself have locks myself and i've experimented with it not like crazy as them but i've done other things like and there's like a couple don't get me wrong there's a couple guys out there who actually do different things with their locks i appreciate it too but chloe and hallie have been the main ones putting their foot forward and being like girls Look, we, we did this. You, y'all can do this, too. And because if you want to try it, too, y'all, y'all can do it, too. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Here's I always had the same hairstyles mm-hmm. because I don't think I really understood myself and my own identity. Mm-hmm. And now I'm keeping and staying true to myself with the locks at the base, but I'm, like, exploring and mm-hmm. trying new things and experimenting with different styles mm-hmm. and things like that. But I'm still, like, staying true to my core and myself with my locks mm-hmm. at the root. Which hairstyle makes you feel most like yourself and why? Oh, oddly, the blonde locks. Really? Yeah. I love that. I don't know what it was. I just, I felt like sunshine. Was it the color or was yeah. it the length? Love it. I, because I feel like sunshine inside. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like, and when I had that, I felt like it matched my vibe. I totally forgot one number I am, but my next unpopular opinion is I kind of like Candace Owens. Now, this is going to trigger a lot of people because a lot of people know who the fuck Candace Owens is, how problematic she is. Don't get me wrong. Sis is very problematic. <laughs> very. But I kind of like her. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to front with y'all. I kind of like the girl. The woman, I should say. 
like I sometimes I would sit down and listen to her podcast and stuff like that. And she generally sits down and talks about some certain topics. Like once you once you stop realizing that she's a conservative, like look past that and actually listen to what she gotta say. Even though some of her things kind of incorporate her, she talks about conservatorship and stuff like that. She talks about that. But if you actually just listen to her, sometimes she makes sense about certain things. And I was like, she actually, she actually like she actually is kind of good to listen to. I don't agree with half the shit she say. I absolutely don't, cause she, like I said one time, I remember, I don't remember what I was saying, but I remember I said this before. She hits below the belt too often, like she, she's trying to get her point across. She, the way she goes about doing it is like, she tries to do as much damage as she can. She like, she's not trying to be logical about it. I'm just like you, but but yeah, but like generally, sometimes when you sit down, and listen to her, and she talks, she sometimes she doesn't even, she don't even talk about like politics and so that like she talks about other things when you listen to her she actually has some good things to talk about but when it comes to political to the political aspects of things and when she comes to talk about black people it really you gotta i have to be like girl side eye <laughs> side eye because i was like certain things that she sounds like oh god i'm holding you accountable for that shit because that's wild that's some wild ass shit but i kind of like the lady not gonna lie like she actually sits down and breaks things apart. She doesn't. She she even though I say she might not be logical about it, certain things she might not be logical about. But sometimes she really sits down and break apart a topic and goes into depth about it. And I appreciate. It. And yeah, I kind of like her. I know I know I'm gonna get flack for that, but I kind of like her. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like. Her. I kind of like girl. She's pretty good. She's pretty good. Pretty good. And actually, she she can she she can be. She, she can be for the black people sometimes too. I'm not gonna lie. Like certain, like I was. I remember one time I was listening to her. She was talking at this seminar, and she was talking about um black people and getting their IDs and stuff like that. And I was listening to her. And it was like, she's making sense. She's really do making sense. I was like, I know. Don't get me wrong. I know. As I said before, she hits below the belt too often. She she is not a good person in my opinion, but she has some things to say. She has certain opinions that I, I'm just like, that's interesting. She has a different point of view. That's why I kind of like her. Because I'm so used to me just being a, a nonchalant guy. She's a conservative woman who has opinions about different things. And when you sit down and listen to it, you might agree with it, but it's just like, that's such an interesting point of view that you have i might not follow it but you have that that's an interesting point of view i don't wonder and i'm always wondering why you think that way but i kind of like her i'm not gonna lie i kind of like her but yeah a lot of people don't like her because she's conservative she's um a trump supporter and she is republican so i understand why y'all don't like her but i kind of do i gonna lie but as I said before, she hits a lot of bit too often. Even this with the whole situation with the George Floyd situation, she called that man a what did she some she called him a drug addict or something like that. She was like she called him a thief. She called him so many things that she was talking about the family. She was trashing the family. I was like, oh no, honey, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> the ghetto. Like it was so bad. She was saying some god awful thing, and she she did a um a documentary, didn't she? I think she did, and she was talking about the George Floyd situation. It was so bad. It was so bad. But I can't actually look past that in a way. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I hear what she says, and I very much condemn the shit that she says. Because sometimes, cause sometimes she isn't, sometimes, as I said before, she's not being logical with these things. She's just saying whatever comes to her mind. It's her, it's her opinion. At the end of the day, it's her opinion. I can't really change a person's opinion. 
but she doesn't she, the way she goes about it is just like you're you're trying to make sense but you're not making sense she's using these big words to be to act like she's really smart when she's not really that smart she's <laughs> she's not really a smart woman the way she goes about things she's not doing it smart that's that's all I got to say but I actually like genuinely when it comes when it comes to non-political things I actually enjoy listening to what she has to say cuz she actually has a decent point of view on certain things like she's a conservative woman i like hearing what she has to say what what do you think about a specific topic that doesn't even have to pertain to political anything that's non-politically i don't listen to her because <laughs> i'm just like Mm-mm. politics is something that i don't dibble and dabble in it's <sighs> i've made i've said this before i said a lot of points on politics before but she's a very she's in politics very strongly but when she talks about other topics it's very interesting because she even made the whole George Floyd thing political. I'm just like, what that had to do with nothing, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I, I like the lady. So she got she got some certain good points that I can be like, hmm, I like that. Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm, I might not agree with that, but I see where you're coming from. And that's on that. <laughs> I know that there are way too many of them. And I know that if she keeps following down this line of being a vegan, she's probably going to end up sick because we are meant to be carnivores. And I also know that just because I've said that, a ton of evil vegan people are going to message me and say evil vegan things. It happens every single time. It's a cult. They, they, when they hear somebody give an opinion that is separate from their own beliefs, they attack and they share a bunch of videos and they go, oh my God, look at this person saying that they proudly eat meat. What should we do? We're all going to attack. We're all going to attack. Because like I said, you can be a carnivore, and if you're a carnivore and someone says, I don't eat meat, you go, okay, that's fine. That's your life and it's your choice. But vegans are not the same way. They go, I don't eat meat. And because I don't eat meat, it means that you shouldn't eat meat. And because I don't want to eat butter, it means that you shouldn't eat butter or cook with butter or else you're not respecting me. They're little princesses in their own minds. And I find them all to be annoying. Oh, okay. So this is my last and final opinion. I can't believe it. In total, I did nine. I thought I did 10, but I didn't. It's nine of them. It's fine. This podcast is already long as of it is y'all know i love talking <laughs> but yeah so my final final unpopular opinion is that celebrities celebrities should push their pen instead of going back and forth on social media and this is something that has become more often like celebrities who are like especially rappers i'm talking about like they're going back and forth fighting online when what the f- why are you doing that <laughs> you're 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 basically up here stop stop the arguing stop the bitching like going to the booth grab your pen start jotting on your lyrics and start tearing a bitch apart in music i miss that about music where people are going to the booth they're going to the freaking studio they're writing their raps. They're having a lyrical battle. Now, that's something that we need. We need those to come back. Instead, you got a bitch going on online fighting about this and another bitch fighting each other. It's like, come on now. Ugh. You got a, you got two bitches fighting. You got two niggas fighting. Like, stop. <laughs> stop. Can we go into the booth and write down these write down these, ang- these angry stuff that we got to say and put them in the lyrics and drop it out on, on the world and just destroy that person? And then the person listen to it and be like okay is that how you feel and drop something too have a lyrical battle i'm tired of y'all going online and fighting with each other (sighs) make make this into coin make this into something that you can benefit from stop going online stop it (laughs) it's annoying to me like i miss those days like even you know with the situation with brandy and the other girl then they released that boy is mine like do something like that if y'all don't, y'all might not even like each other. Let's come together and create a song and ooh, 
make it a masterpiece create a rap destroying that person that that person create another rap destroying that person can we have that we need that batman we need the, the back in music like it's okay to have a little bit of a little bit of a warfare come on everybody's too comfortable going on Twitter and sending a picture to this person or writing a little a long ass tweet against each other. Stop. Let's go into the booth. Let's go into the booth, create some shit and drop it like it's hot. Let's do that. <sighs> I know it's frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. Like a woman, like a woman like Nicki Minaj, her, her caliber online fighting with um freaking Big Lotto. Go to the booth. Drop a dis a banger, destroy her lyrically, and let her destroy you lyrically. I'm back and forth. Let's let's get some money out of this. Let's stop fighting online. It's annoying. It's so annoying. It's like it's, it's like y'all got time. Let's do what Beyonce did. Her husband cheated on her. What she did? She take it to the booth, and she dropped an amazing album. Come on, come on. Let's stop. And also. Last unpopular opinion. Stop taking y'all uh, y'all business online. Stop it. <laughs> Carisha, freaking young Miami. She went. I forgot what podcast. It wasn't a podcast. It was. I forgot. It was an interview with with uh, another female, and she was talking about she likes golden showers. Um, nobody needed to know that. You could have. Y'all are too comfortable coming up on this internet, dropping y'all personal business. Baby, I would have took that shot and called it a day because that's ridiculous. Let's keep everybody nice and waxed and lasered and shaved or whatever your choice is. Let's get rid of the hair. It's too hot for the hair. We're not in the winter. Oh, okay. Yeah, why I picked this one? Oh, Lord. What is it? No. <laughs> I can't say it. You got to. It say take a shot if you like golden showers. I do. Golden showers? Meaning when the guy pees on you, mm -hmm. pee on you everywhere, you like it? I just like it. You do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> Freak of the week, huh? So you say take a shot. You not take, you say take a shot? Oh, we need yeah, a shot. I'll take a shot. You I like go to shower? I do. But it's like just... peeing on you. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just do something. I'm going to be honest. Hold on one more thing. I need something a little, a little less. So I'm going to be honest with you. I've never had a golden shower. I did. did you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a golden shower. Like, I've given one. Oh, is that Ooh. the same thing as squirting? Or yeah, they well they say that I don't know, but I I don't had to go to the shower and I like. I it. give them. And not and not only that, you got someone like freaking Glorilla going on lip service with Angela Lee. Yeah, I should say sorry. <laughs> I'm so heated right now. Talking about she likes when her nigga not on her food and she eats it. I'm just like, we don't need to know this. We don't. We truly don't like. Whatever y'all do in y'all free time, stay at home. Do it at home. We ain't got to know all of this shit. It's just, it's just very annoying. Like, celebrities coming online just dropping their personal business. And then I find it funny when celebrities drop, like, put put their business online and be and, to, and then you got their fans or you got the celebrity themselves talking about my y'all business. No, the fuck we're not because this is the internet. You decided to put this on a public platform, but you want people to mind their business? Be fucking for real. <laughs> be for real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, be for real. How you gonna put something on a public platform? You posted this yourself and put it on either Twitter or Instagram, and then you're gonna be like, mind y'all business. No, this is our business now because you decided to put it online. Come on, man. This is it's so annoying. This is so annoying. <laughs> I tried it. I, me too. <laughs> okay, so y'all do drink nut right. 
Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. swallow. Okay, we just swallow. say swallow. Yeah. Drink nut sound like, nasty. Drink nut does sound nasty. I actually had to think about what he said. I swallow, I don't drink nuts. But go ahead. But I'm looking forward to Like, same thing. It's just so corny to me. Oh my God. Boy, it's like. Uh oh, I'm scared. It's some weird shit, but okay. Type is we just got done eating right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. No, just hey, tell us. Tell us. It's you two are in now. This yeah. Alright, so type is we just got done eating. Then we had sex right after, and some food. And I'm gonna still eat it. So if you been knocking, I know my food. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> it's like dressing. Like, it is. Up. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh my god, I freaking love doing our popular opinions. It's one of my favorite things to do on this podcast because I just like, and I know it's fun for me. <laughs> but overall, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast when y'all can. I appreciate y'all, love y'all, everything. Yeah, this was fun. I like doing these. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for y'all today. Okay, a little bit of status update. After today, I won't be posting again until like the end of February or into March. Or into starting of March. I'll be traveling. I'll be out of the country for a little bit. I gotta go attend to some things and I'll be right back. But yeah, again, I really do appreciate you guys for just tuning in. Sometimes, my numbers be fluctuating. Like sometimes I get high number of people listening and then I got low numbers of people listening. Regardless, if you guys actually sit down to listen to me, I appreciate y'all. I don't care about the numbers. I really just appreciate the little the little things. The little people who come, you sit down and listen to me. You might be walking to work, you might be in your bathroom. I don't know where the hell y'all are, but you might be somewhere and y'all listen to me. And I appreciate it. I really do. So yeah. <laughs> oh my battery's dying. It's currently eleven forty-four. It's almost going to be midnight. I have a lot to do in the morning tomorrow. So, I'm finna dip. (laughs) I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. It's okay not to be okay. And take life in pieces. I love you guys.